I'm back for another What's Good episode. I'm here with the talented artists, Streams EMB. Now, this segment is called What's Good. So, of course, I got to ask you what's good with you. Like, it's Mother's Day, and I know you have kids. So, what have y'all been doing today? All right. So, honestly, uh, as of recent, we just got it from a nap. But uh, earlier today, we went and <laughs> we're big I on Exactly. You got to get your one in. got to get your power. Mm -hmm. uh, we're big on riding bikes. And uh, with, with the weather, the, how it is in St. Louis, it goes up and down. So it's just starting to get like warm on a consistent basis. So long story short, uh, today, uh, this morning was the first time that we took our very first uh, family bike ride. Uh, so we rode this cool little trail around here, around the neighborhood. It was really nice. Um, and uh, mom wanted to uh, to come back to the house a little earlier, but we took um, a few extra uh, steps, probably like another mile or so. She she didn't like it during the ride, but once we finished, she's like, "Oh, thank you so much for the ride." So we uh, we started off with the ride. We went to eat breakfast also at one of her favorite uh, uh, breakfast. Well, actually brunch at one of her favorite breakfast uh, restaurants, and uh, just been chilling. How about yourself? That's amazing. Chilling. I chilled, took a nap as well. You know, I'm a mom. My daughter gave me her, you know, her gifts and stuff like that. I have not cooked today. I did not plan on cooking today. Did no, mom, mom cook today? Did. Uh, no, she did not. No, she did not. Right. Okay, good. We don't, we don't cook. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, chill. Yeah, chill today. Exactly. Now, how have you been with your mental health and everything? Because I know we all are getting back outside, but how did you handle the pandemic being inside with your family? So I love asking you all this question because sometimes people will tell you, I'm not okay. Things ain't been okay. Uh, honestly, with the pandemic, it's done nothing but kind of make us stronger as a family. Uh, we drive one vehicle, not because we can't monetarily afford it, just because honestly, it was it was it was one of my larger decisions, just because I wanted us to be able to be together more as a family. Because um, obviously, as things pick up, me being an artist, there's going to be times to where I'm here, my family's here, my wife has to go here, and things like that. Yeah. So I want to take advantage of all the opportunities that we had to be together. Um, so yeah, it, it's been it's been doing a lot for me for us as far as making us stronger um then as far as an artist um it made us slow down of course um mm -hmm. so it gave me kind of an opportunity to focus in more on things that i had to do anyway like my visual aspects of my mm -hmm. artistry and my production i was able to, to to pull back from doing outside performances and just focus on that kind of uh, marketing or the portion of me being an artist it's uh it actually mm -hmm. it, it's been fun for me uh, I know it was kind of heavy for a lot of people out there and, and definitely uh, uh, well wishes to all of those who, who took it, I guess, on the hardest end. Uh, but it didn't really do it, it didn't really do much bad for us. It just it just brought us together more. Yeah, utilizing the internet has kind of been a blessing. If you work it the right way, you can really touch a market that you couldn't probably reach in your local city. And that's the blessing that I take from it also. Now, take me back to the beginning. Like, when did you start um, getting into music? Like, that moment you, you was like, you know what? I can really do this. All right. So I've been uh, I've been singing my entire life. Nothing professional. I did my very first uh, performance uh, when I was back in kindergarten. I led my choir and singing Lean on Me. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. So just, just, just singing a little bit. But uh, it's pretty much just what I've been using just to get by, just to have fun. I like to, to feel that release. Um, I had ended up falling into depression. I got uh, 
uh, fired from a job a few years back, fell into a very deep depression uh, in, in 2013, 2014. Uh, just started praying more to God, asking God what was out there for me and like basically what was my purpose. And then like, very, very shortly after songs just started flowing through me. Um, I ended up getting a hookup from my current engineer from uh, a high school buddy and uh, myself and my engineer, we went in, we made our very first song and I just got a feeling that, that hit me and ever since then I haven't turned back. So uh, it's been pretty much like taking it serious since mm-hmm. 2014. Is it like therapy for you? Because I know listening to your music, first of all, I love that song, Hijack. I meant to tell you that. <laughs> but, you know, I have a few people on this show, you know, but that song, Hijack, I've added that to my own personal playlist. But you have some really uplifting, powerful songs like Beautiful Girl, Perfect. Like what inspires those songs for you, you know, even though you've been through something, now you're making music that can probably help somebody else who's going through depression. Yeah, thank thank you so much. And um, pretty much, yeah, just just my inspiration comes from my everyday steps. Uh, I consider myself as far as like from the core uh, soul singer. So I write about my experiences. Um, so things like hijacked is just basically like me talking about my perspective and uh, my comparison to the feeling of love and drugs. Like and a uh, beautiful girl. Obviously, I have my daughter, and my wife. Uh, they're my muses and doing music. As far as that, um, and then when I get a little deeper, it, it, it's just just, honestly, it's just me just talking about my walk of life. Um, perfect the same way, just talking about what we went through at the very beginning of Corona. Uh, the second verse, I talk about my relationship that I have or had with my younger brother. And the third verse, is about family. So pretty much everything is just pretty much what I go through for the most part. Right. Speaking of family, I can tell family is very important to you. A lot of people don't really have that support system. You know, you hear artists say, well, people didn't really start supporting me until I made it. But it seems like you've got a great support system around you. So tell me about when those times when you were going through depression or sometimes where you're like, you know what, I don't really know what I want to write about today. Like, who is it that you lean on outside of your family as well? Do you have like a team of people? Oh, uh, God. I Honestly, it's just me my wife, my children and I, and then that that's where basically all of the ideas start. And then from there, obviously I have my team, I have my engineer, I have my, my video team, I have my photography team. Uh, and, and yeah, I have my family and that that's what the EMB stands for. Uh, the EM and strings EMB is easy money just because of whatever you do. Uh, you work hard at it, it becomes easy or second nature, so easy money. And then the B is for bloodline because I started the music with my family. Um, so, I mean, yeah, as far as like the, the core of the ideas, I pretty much stir those up, but everything as far as production portion around this, yeah, it's just for me and then outside my, my family and my team for sure. It is so refreshing talking to you. Like, you know how you don't really talk to, for real, you don't really talk to a black man who's, you know, spiritual, into God, about his family, who even mentioned he got a family for what? You know, you know how refreshing that is. Like, I don't even know you, but I'm just so proud of you. And I can just imagine how your family and the people around you are, like, proud of you as well. And that leads into my next question. Now, I saw an interview where you did, um, kind of like you did, like, a like a genius, lyric spoof, where yeah, you talk yeah. about your being on vibes and energy. Now, I'm the type of person, when I walk into a room and something don't feel right, I'm going home. Yeah, I don't yeah, know exactly. how long it took me to get there. Okay, it took me an hour to get there. I don't mind driving an hour to get back home if the body is not right. Now, how do you stay focused 
in this music industry where everybody is into sex and drugs, not just singing it and rapping about it, mm-hmm. they're actually partaking about it. How yeah. do you actually stay sane? Because you do have to, you know, work your way in this industry to meet the right people. So how do you stay focused? Uh, honestly, I just I just keep my eye on the prize. I just know that where I am right now, I've made a lot of progress. I've gained a, a tremendous amount of momentum, um, but I'm nowhere near where I want to be. So I just put myself in a mindset to where it's a competition or it's a game and I haven't reached that final level yet. So I'll do what it takes to, to, to mingle. Cause like you said, you, you'll have to be within the midst of it. It's just up to you to, to choose what, what, uh, what percent of yourself you want to give into or what percent of yourself you want to indulge into. It's just like social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I love social media because, like you said, it gives us the ability to instantly connect. But I do my best not to indulge. I, I I use or I utilize my social media to share my brand and share my family and insights. But I don't indulge, and that's the same as with um, the, those possible pockets in the music industry. Because I mean, obviously they're there, so I just try to maneuver to it to get what I need to get around, uh, get from it, and then maneuver to the next place without falling too deep. So. It's, it's just all about balance, I guess. I get what you're saying. Do your job and go home. Go home, baby. <laughs> you know, you, home, like home, you, you know, you got a show. You know, whatever goes on after that show, as long as you did your show, I, you yep. go home. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do my show and then I, I mingle a bit with my people. I connect with a few more, and then yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead and, and bow. <laughs> Now, we're going to take a little moment. This is something I started doing the show where I kind of asked you a few questions or statements or let you finish the sentence so that people who are watching can get to know you better, right? So they're okay. real chill and easy. I'm going to read the sentence and you're going to finish the statement, okay? Okay. Okay, so the first one is money isn't important if you don't have health. Come on now. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one because we see a lot of people that's making that money, but they ain't taking care of their health. True Next, everyone says I am uh, positive. Yes, I can tell. <laughs> I am legendary because I won't stop. Come on now, quit with it. <laughs> Behind every great man is a a beautiful and powerful woman, of course. Come on. <laughs> I can tell you a songwriter because you've been real, real quick with it. Now, we talked about Hijack earlier. Um, everyone who doesn't know, I know you just released that video about two months ago. And I really love that song. It's one of those songs where, you know, you play a song, you know, wait a minute, let me, let me go back because the words really, you know, stick to you. Now, you have a line in there where you say, sometimes I want to go blast off in a rocket but then I see you. You make me want to come back to earth. Now, how important is it for you as an artist, as a black man in this industry, to make that type of positive music where, you know, you know you're not degrading women, you know what I'm saying? You're not talking about something that you're not familiar with. Do you feel the pressure sometimes to kind of make that turn up music? Uh, all right. So not necessarily a pressure, but I do know that you're, you're exactly right. A lot of the music out there doesn't really go with, I guess, the uh, the, the mode or the, the vibes that I create. Uh, but I just figure, I mean, well, it's all good. That just means that that's not my particular listener. Uh, what, I, what, I, what I always think about is that maybe I can make music uh and probably add like a more hip beat or more hip vibe or more hip tempo but i'll still talk about what i'll talk about it just uh 
I mean, if, if, if they they love me or if they mm-hmm. try to listen, they'll love me. If not, then yeah, we're we're not just connecting, maybe, and it's okay. I won't connect with everyone. Now, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a little curious now. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Oh no wonder why you're so powerful. Yes, <laughs> Pisces men are just so powerful. I think I have another um Pisces guy, maybe like two episodes down. Just positive, uplifting, just always in a good mood, not the Debbie Downer. And I really, I, I really want to ask you that because even though I find your music amazing and uplifting, but sometimes it can be discouraging as a a woman, especially a black woman. You don't really feel like you don't know which artist is really in your corner, but when you look yeah. at some videos, your visuals, like I think you have you had your kids, were those your kids in your video one time? Oh, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're in a number of them, but yeah, the, the two the two black ones, those are mine. <laughs> yes, like you don't really see that as often. I think a lot of women, especially women of color, would love to see that. Now, what are your goals for the future? Do you want to be signed? Are you signed, or do you kind of? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not currently signed. I've had conversations about uh, signing deals, but I honestly, as far as like artistry goes and just my career, I plan to stay independent. Uh, maybe as much as like a distribution deal, just to help move things around. Uh, right now, uh, yeah, just just staying independent and just working as, as many angles as possible. Actually, uh, one of my songs is uh, premiering in an Amazon original here on the 21st. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, we're um, working on some other. Thank you. We're working on some other music sync opportunities and um, here locally. Uh, just looking forward to a few festivals that are coming up that uh, I'll be into, and also a few out of town where we have Nashville, Memphis uh, coming up. So, uh, and I have a big show here coming up in June as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, as far as like the, the footwork, I just plan to continue to produce and uh, continue to create music and just get it out there as much as possible. But I do plan to stay uh, as independent as I can. Man, that's amazing. I've been independent around more artists who are definitely passionate and take their career seriously creatively. I think a lot of them are going that route and they seem to be happy. I think somebody on this show told me um, they feel like you can really just use social media to reach your own target audience, you know, and sometimes that's kind of better for your mental health and your peace because you're not bringing all that excess drama, people that don't like you, people who yeah. are critical of your music, the right people are going to pay attention to you. And sometimes that's best, especially with this type of media, especially, you know, I'm in media, I have a segment called What's the Reaction? You know, even I give my critique on music, but sometimes yeah. it's better staying independent, especially when you have a family. Later on down the line, you know, your family can be able to pass it on to your girls, like your masters. Those things are really, really important. Now, what's your type of creative process? I think since you are a songwriter artist, are you the type of artist that goes in the studio? You already have your lyrics down, or do you kind of vibe with the producer and engineer and just create your magic? All right, so I can I can pretty much do both. Uh, it was one time a uh, close close friend of mine, pretty pretty much my brother uh, Marty B. Shout out to you, uh, but he's a producer, actually one of the to me one of the top producing artists here in, uh, in St. Louis. Um, but we were at his uh, at his place, and uh, my wife challenged us. Uh, to make a beat and make a song within like 30 minutes. So it uh, it took him, yeah, it took him about 20 minutes. Uh, he made the beat. The beat was really, really dope. Uh, and then she kind of put me on the spot. Just go ahead and, yeah, just go ahead and go make a song, make a song. <laughs> and so um, within like 10 minutes later, I ended up coming up with the melody and uh, like humming it in my head and he played it and I recorded it um, uh, at his studio. So we pretty much made like a track from uh, from top to bottom about 30 minutes. But um, most of the... 
<laughs> most of the times I just I just write depending on what I'm doing. If I feel like some kind of vibe or just some kind of energy come over me, I'll, I'll sing it out loud whether I'm in a grocery store or outside. If it gives me chills, I pull out my cell phone and I record myself saying it. And then uh, maybe when I make it back home, I do it again. If it gives me chills, then I'll just continue that particular melody and just create a song. But I mean, really, yeah, it, it, it just depends. I, I try not to force it. If I have to force it, whether I'm in the studio with the beat or out without a beat, then it's not for me. And I'll, I'll yeah, gracefully bow bow out, which I mean, doesn't really happen. I'm pretty, pretty uh, creative. But ultimately, I just like to let it flow. I was actually going, you must have read I was actually going to ask you about, um, you know, writer's block. You know, sometimes you get stuck. And I know personally for me, like, I literally, like, it just has to hit me. I can't just sit up here and think of nothing. I have to literally be in the grocery store, like, okay, I'm getting some milk. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm I talking it. to myself, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes to you, you know? Yeah. So I was yeah. going to ask you about that, but hey, you've never experienced writer's block, right? No, because I try to take it's, well, the experience that you just ex explained mm -hmm. at the grocery store, whether I got milk and something pops in. I'm putting that milk down and I'm recording it with my phone. So I try to capture as many of those as possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm not ever in a position to where I'm just lying flat like water and I'm trying to create a wave because it's not going to come that way. You it's have not going to my heart. No, it's not. You have to catch that energy when it comes through. That's mm -hmm. it. Only real creators know exactly what you mean. Sometimes exactly. when you talk to people like that, they're like, what? I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> you know, this conversation is not meant for you. Now, one question I really really think it's very important like for artists who do have you know a family and they may not mm -hmm. feel like okay i don't think i should really tell the world about my family like what advice would you give to other brothers in the industry whether they're producers djs artists about trying to make it in this industry and people wanting to keep your family hidden you know yeah see uh and I, I guess I can't really speak 100% on that kind of end because that's, that's more one of those uh, uh, under a record deal type of thing where individuals or companies, uh, I guess, make the decision on whether you want to show your family or not. But for me, like my position in music, and I, I do I do rap, I do honestly all types of music. Mm -hmm. uh, I talk about my family in my music. So, I mean, for me, it would only make sense to show that woman that I'm talking about, to show that daughter or show that son uh, or they'll just think I'm faking. I, and that's the last thing I want to do is create fake that's music. The last thing you want to do is yeah. get up on the songs. <laughs> exactly. And that's no. I, I want y'all yeah. to know I'm real. I really wrote that song. And uh, that's that person I was talking about. And this is the time. That's that dog and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't and know. It's I just, relatable, too. Like, it's, exactly. Many of us are parents. <laughs> many of us got people. issues everybody don't have. And BMW, y'all. Everybody don't have a Rolex. Come on now. <laughs> Being relatable in your music, I definitely think that is um, very important. Now, somebody who's also like very similar to you, you know, talking about their family, love. You actually was on tour. Did you open up for John Legend? Like, how was that experience? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Life Jennings. Life Jennings. Oh, Life Jennings. Life Jennings. Okay. Well, he amazing too. Like, how was that? <laughs> you know how he's still amazing. I don't care what other people may think, but you know how hard it is to make a song that even. 20 years later, people are still, still having their weddings. Still loving it, yep. And it's, yes. that's exactly what we saw during the tour. Like, people obviously still come out to support him, and they love, they they just love him. And 
he, he's a really, really genuine person uh, as far as just, I mean, just knowing and understanding who he is, where he came from and whatnot. Uh, he, he's really an awesome guy. Uh, he, he's genuine. Uh, for the most part, he, he's rather quiet. But uh, just the energy on the tour, uh, all the souls obviously sh- uh, sold out. They treated me like a true rock star, so I appreciated it. Uh, we had fun. Even on uh, the, the last part, we were in uh, D.C. I brought my wife, my uh, son and my daughter out. And uh, my son was my DJ uh, and my daughter came out and uh, danced. Like, not really danced, but she came out of my last song also. So, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's been really, really fun. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's just one of the missions I knocked out just on, on this journey that I'm on. So that's amazing. I'm big on manifestation. OK, now. Cool. If you could build your dream tour, right? You and this dream tour, you can go back to the past. You know, if they're not here, who would it be? Let's pick like four people um, that you have on your tour. Oh, okay. So from one of the oldest, I would say James Brown. Uh, Then I'm going to fast forward all the way up to uh, Andre 3000. Uh, let me see a girl who rocks with us. It would have to be somebody like an Erica Badu, uh, and then somebody young. I would have to bring in. Uh, I had to bring in Drake because everything he touches pretty much turns to to gold. So oh, that, that's gonna be lit! Like who would like, headline? <laughs> oh well, my god! I, I know, right? That would be nuts, right? <laughs> Decisions. That would be amazing. Like, what do you know? Like, you know, go ahead and put it out there. Like, what would the name of the tour possibly be? Uh oh! What would the name be? What would the name be? I don't. I don't even know. You know, Jay Brown not here anymore, but you know, everybody else is still, you know. Doing their thing, yeah. It yeah. can possibly happen. No, it's going to happen. That's you go. like you go it's going to happen. That's amazing. Wow. That's an interesting lineup, James Brown. So who were some of your musical inspirations like coming up? Because I can hear some, you know, soulfulness in your voice, how James Brown did. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, just uh, as of recently, I would definitely say uh, James Brown, just his, his delivery, the way he carried himself as a businessman and as an artist. Uh, but as far as singing, uh, yeah, you, you had actually brought him up. John Legend is probably my most flu- uh, influential, uh, uh, yeah, influence in music. Uh, mm-hmm. Him, Anthony Hamilton. Um, I, I kind of always steer towards those artists who had that uh, uh, that tone or that vibrato, uh, vibrato in their voice like myself. So your Tyrese's, mm-hmm. your Cisco's, um, John Legend, of course, again, uh, Anthony Hamilton, uh, your girls like Jasmine Sullivan's, your Lauren Hills, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, India Ares. And yeah, just just artists who, mm-hmm. who vibes vocally at least match mine. Mm, they don't really need giving. You know, they're all about the artistry. That's exactly. a great point. Now, we are towards the end of the interview. Now, what else do you have coming out as far as new music? We know that you're going to be doing some shows and some festivals. Can we look for a project from you this year? Like, give me the full one. All right. So, actually, uh, so I have a a new video coming out. It's from one of the tracks from my most recent uh, uh, project, El Legato I, which is my current uh, album, my sophomore album. Uh, But the video is dropping here on the 19th of the month is for the song I Should Be. Um, as far as production goes, um, so I'll end up probably putting out another album, maybe at the very top or somewhere within the first quarter of 2023. Uh, but before this year is over, I'll be putting out um, a couple or possibly a few EPs, um, Black Summer, Black Party. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I'll be just basically gearing up for my uh, my album. So, uh, yeah, you, you can expect to hear some new music from me uh, 
Very, very That's soon. amazing. I want to say thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. You are such a dope artist. Like, I, I tell you, that's like, I love that song. Like, sometimes you get tired of listening to the same thing. That's such a beautiful, beautiful song. It was so dope talking to you, also. You as well. You as well. Thank you so very much for having me. Hey.